All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. We're going streaky! What's happening, everybody? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to the Dynasty Warzone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. And on this week's show, no Memphis, it's me, Kyle August, host of the Fantasy Football Smackdown, sitting in for my boy Memphis here on the DWZ. And of course, I couldn't be hosting this show without the man of the hour and the man with the power, Jerry Sinclair. What up, Jerry? Yeah, you know, that was <laughs> okay. For one, the sunglasses threw me off a little bit. I wasn't ready for it. Luckily, I was muted, so my chuckle didn't come through the microphone. Also, that's a pretty good impression of Randy. I think you've got that pretty damn well. I, but I'm good. I, I, I'm good, my friend. I got my vaccine today, so I can go back to licking doorknobs and doing normal things in life. That's what people used to do, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> so how the how the hell have you been, my friend? I've been good, dude. It's been a busy month for me on a personal side. Work's been busy as hell. I moved. Uh, so if you're watching over on the YouTubes, which if you're not already subscribed over at the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button, turn notifications on. Uh, you can see I'm in an empty room. There's literally me, a desk, the microphone, and then that's literally it in here. So uh, no background images for me, nothing fancy anymore at the moment. But, Your wife's uh, just super pissed at you. <laughs> she, she, I think she was, uh, she was fed up with me having an office at the old house, and now that you know she needs a workspace, so that's priority one right now. You know, we need to do other things than hang my forty thousand NASCAR diecast. So, whatever. But uh, yeah, man, life's been good. Uh, dynasty season is obviously rolling. I'm pumped to talk to you a bit today about some dynasty. Uh, you know, we got we're a month away from the draft, so pe- all the rookies have been covered up down and sideways as we get closer and closer and closer and before you know it we'll have drafts coming out our ears but uh life, life's good man so I'm, I'm glad to be here hanging out with you for a bit i appreciate listen and here's the here's a little secret so the sunday after the nfl draft is my birthday and that's when all of the rookie drafts start it's going to be a wonderful time because usually i've got a like take 36 bathroom breaks during that first day so that I can avoid. So the wife doesn't notice that I'm drafting or I'm looking to trade, but it's my birthday. So I can get away with it this year. So it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, Knowing my luck though, people like you will milk the clock and then I'll have to wait until Monday and I won't even get to pick. It'll be horrible. I have to go back to hiding in the bathroom. So that's the thing. I'm in, I'm in some leagues with you guys. I'm in a, I'm in a, at least one league with both you and Memphis. And I'm the commissioner of this league. It's 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 been a long running league. It's in all honesty, like it's kind of though. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a brown bear league. Like there's hibernation periods for sure, right? Like this shit, not nothing goes on for months. Trying to work on some ideas to try to figure that out, but regardless. Um, and you and Memphis are like the most easygoing members of this league. I'm just I'll throw it out like, hey, what about this change? And you're just like, yeah, whatever. Just tell me where I need to be. I'm like, oh, okay. But then the draft starts and the clock's a ticking and I can feel the angst that you guys, you and Memphis both have like, when is this MF we're going to make a pick? <laughs> I am. I, listen, I know it's a slow draft and I appreciate that people have things going on, 
but I'm in leagues with all of these people. So many of them, in fact. I know you sons of bitches are on your phone all the time. You have notifications. You have everything else. We talk about every single player, uh, like you said earlier, up, down, and sideways. We know damn well who we like and who we don't like. If you bastards don't pick faster, it drives me nuts. I don't know. It's like I get trying to trade. Mm. But if you're not pulling a trade, you know damn well. Just take your pick. What the hell are you doing? Randy's a bit of the same too, though. He takes a little bit. We're in a startup. I'm in one startup with him right now. Uh, He, I got roped into it because I'm a sucker for peer pressure. You know, we had to do the dare class when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I didn't listen. They they got me with the peer pressure. But he's the same way. That man, this, he had the. I don't know what it is. I, I don't want to say audacity because that's not that's not the right word. He had, I don't know, he, he's just so mature that this man was on the clock and said, I'm going to go to bed. I'll think about the pick and I'll pick in the morning. No way could I possibly do that, knowing that I was on the clock and not pick until the morning. Absolutely not. I'm too much of a child for that. You got to sleep on it, I guess, Jerry. Come on now. it It is the, the best is when there's been someone on the clock for, you know, hours and then they're they're you know dicking around and then finally they make a pick and then the next person on the clock's like this pick is on the board come get it i'm like f you dude bro that's like the first four rounds of every draft every oh, pick it, it's dude it, that part that's the one thing that does annoy me it's like if you knew you were there was a chance you were trading out you should be doing that investigation ahead of time if there's one guy that you were gonna take you should be you should be you know shaking the trees right trying to figure out a move I mean, I usually don't have that many draft picks anyway. So, you know, I'm just steering the ship as the commission a lot of these leagues. But uh, I totally get it. I, I am a, someone that on the MFL platforms, I don't like pre-drafting. I want to I be able to click the button, right? I want the satisfaction. If I hung on to a damn draft pick for freaking 12 months, I want to be the one to turn in the card. I don't need, you know, Robo Joe making my pick for me over at MFL. You know what I'm saying? Bastard Robo Joe <laughs> over there. So that See, we've got I'm, I'm superstitious, so I don't like to pre-draft unless it's yes. way late in a startup. Just because I yeah. feel like the moment I hit pre-draft for that player, someone's going to snipe me before him. So I hate to do it. <laughs> Same I, thing I in like a redraft. That. Like it, it, if we're in a draft, like a live draft where you have to do the whole thing all at one time, mm-hmm. I will not highlight someone's name that I want because I'm so superstitious that I don't want somebody to take them. <laughs> I, I'm with it. No, no cue for me. That no. no. I don't want somehow they'd be able to see through my computer and know that that's my guy. So nothing's worse than getting sniped. All right. Well, before Memphis fires me on my part-time substitute teacher duties, I, I got to let you guys know today's show. What we'll be talking about is building the perfect dynasty. Like you see all these uh, memes or Twitter posts or Instagram or whatever the hell of the perfect player, the perfect quarterback. And, you know, Kirk Cousins' arm with, you know, uh, Joe Namath's left foot. And I'm just like, calm, calm down, world. The perfect dynasty league. Today, Jerry and I are going to take you through if we could create the perfect dynasty league, what would it look like? And the reason for this is it's startup season, baby. And people get greedy. They want to get going. They want to join leagues. But I'll tell you what, future you in just a few months may regret the fact that you've joined seven or eight new startup leagues. So you got to be a, you know, a little particular, I feel like. So, uh, that's today's topic. Uh, if you guys haven't already, rate and review the show, Apple Podcasts. You you know what to do. Memphis tells you every damn week. Rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Let Memphis know 
that Kyle, the good Kyle, and Jerry killed the DWZ. You need to make this make this full time. I mean, come on, Memphis. I've I've paid my dues. Get me onto the actual mothership here. But uh, leave a rate and review on uh, Apple Podcasts wherever you listen. Check out the Dynasty War Zone on YouTube. We go live on the Fantasy Football Smackdown every Monday night. Myself and Jake Rip, and then of course the DWZ guys here with Memphis and Jerry every Tuesday night with podcasts releasing on. Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively. And if you're subscribed to the Dynasty Warzone, you're getting the whole network, DWZ Football Network shows dropping uh, throughout every week of the year. So you got to be doing that. All right. Uh, I wanted to start the conversation with this, Jerry, because you mentioned it. You got roped into a startup. Last year was the year of the startup, 2020. No one had shit to do, but just try to get in more leagues. So how are you, Jerry Sinclair, approaching adding leagues, uh, what do you? What is your base criteria from time to time? Like when when people are asking you, or that you see opportunities to join leagues. Um, when I first got into this, when I first really jumped down the rabbit hole that is dynasty, because we all do it, you know, it, you realize that it's just ungodly fun. And then the next off season, you're in like 13 startups because you love to draft. The problem is, is at some point, you know, having sex to create a baby, super fun, but eventually it starts pooping all over everything and you got to clean it up. And that's sort of what a dynasty startup is. You know, you get into that first and second year and all of a sudden you've got all sorts of different stuff going on. Plus you're, you know, if you have a problem, which we all do, Mm -hmm. you've probably added more babies on top of that. So I have limited it as best as I can. You know, when I first started, I was grabbing crazy Devi leagues and best balls. And, and you know what? I sort of, I backed off of that stuff. I realized it's not my cup of tea. I sort of stick to sort of what I like. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I had a couple, you know, usually we have a couple Patreon leagues will get added. I'm definitely going to join in a couple of those. I have one startup that me and Memphis have talked about. Uh, I have one home league, actually a lot of the people in my area, they said, Jerry, oh, we heard you have a dynasty podcast and we are very interested in starting a dynasty league. And won't you know it? Even the local Jerry community is getting in on the business. So I'm going to join one of those, probably put my foot in my mouth and look like a boob. But I'm good at that anyway. So I, 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 I'm limiting myself. That's that's the, the short version of all that rambling. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I think the one the thing that you and I deal with, I guess, is just we want to stay plugged in, you know. So like when I'm sitting there, even this offseason, I'm like, man, I added like, and this is legit, I added like five leagues last year, and you know, all of those leagues are returning, obviously. But for me, it's like, man, I want that feel of what a startup is like, you know, heading into 2021. So I kind of I can give good advice, I can relate to the decisions people are having to make. Um, you know, I I can try building a roster differently, you know. Uh, last week on the Warzone, you mentioned uh, about how your startup strategy is usually, you know, try to trade back, accumulate, you know, uh, future picks, punt the first year. Uh, after listening to that, I was like, oh, damn, Jerry did that to a T in the uh, one league that we started up where uh, I traded with you. I, you know, I got you out of that first round pick. I I gave you some future capital and I loaded up and went for it year one. And, and I mean, you damn it, the finals. I, I finished second, you know, that's. No, you know, banners hang forever. No one remembers the, you know, the person that got beat down, uh, Gonzaga. Um, but uh, <laughs> so with that being said, you know, with startups, it, you definitely have to be careful. You can get carried away super easily. And the thing that sucks is if you stretch yourself too thin, you could be doing a disservice to your new league mates because you're not able to stay committed to it. You're not tuned in. 
Um, you're not the league member that you want to be. So that's the one thing I would just throw out there to people is, you know, do look to be a little bit picky. Now, if you're only in five or six leagues, well, what are you doing? Getting you got plenty of room. Get like you got capacity, man. Come get it. But uh, if you're upwards in you know fifteen to to twenty, you you, know, you may want to see a counselor and then decide what what works best for you. But <laughs> what uh, what do you do you do you sort of take like the same core group of players when you do multiple startups like that, or do you try and diversify? Yeah, that's and that's a great question. I I get that question a lot of in redraft, obviously too. For me, I'm like. I'm getting my guys, you know, and I will, I'll draft the same damn team every time if they fall there. Right. And, and I think last year I did that maybe more than any other year because there were some guys I really liked that their price tag was super attainable, like DJ Moore, like Brandon cooks and redraft leagues. Um, you know, I, uh, I had, I had, I had, uh, Robinson in uh, everywhere because he was super cheap. I had Herbert in a bunch of spots. So when those guys did well, Oh man, I was feeling good that week. And when those guys sucked, you felt it. So there's definitely I understand the the strategy both ways. But I'm usually like, man, if I if I truly believe in a guy, um, I want that guy on my roster. So when he hits, I feel like, man, I you know I really did you know I helped myself out there. I did myself a service versus like, oh, Evan Ingram's on the clock. Well, I are on the board. I might as well take him because you know even though I hate him, so I'm like I don't want him on my damn team. But uh, how how about you, man? How do you, how do you usually approach uh, those leagues? Uh, for the most part, the same, I, mm-hmm. I feel like the later rounds are always the same guys, like the same dart throws. I always pick the same dart throws. The problem is, is Darius guys really, really <laughs> pissed me off because I had a, an ungodly amount of shares of Darius guys yeah. and I was straight scrambling mm-hmm. to, to find RB twos everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I do need to diversify a little bit. Even if you love somebody, I can tell you. Be careful. They might like massage therapists too much. They might like punching humans too much. They might like doing a lot of things that are not related to the football field. And that can screw you and your money and your bragging rights up. So mm-hmm. d- diversify a little bit. Yeah, I, I I do hear that. And you mentioned the late round picks. That's always so funny because, yeah, I feel like in the early rounds, you're always just like, okay, damn, I know what's going to happen here. These two, three guys are going to go. That's what I'm going to be left with. And if one of those guys falls to you you're like hell yeah you know i feel feel pretty good about this in the later rounds i feel like everybody's got their guys so most of the time you're like you know when you do kind of have a list in your head because you don't put those guys in the queue is you know you'll be like okay it's between this guy and this guy and then you'll take one and then the next comes it comes back around and like the other guy was still there it's awesome right so late rounds are fun like that but uh yeah it's it's tough if your teams are you know very close or identical so uh so let's roll through i got some topics here these are things that you know as uh, listeners of the Dynasty Warzone, a lot of this stuff probably won't be brand new to you guys. We'll be throwing our opinions out on some things. But if you haven't heard about some of, some of these things, give it a try. You know, I think this will be good for you guys as you're uh, looking for new startups. Maybe you're starting leagues yourself. I know I commission like way too many leagues because I'm just like, you know, if you want it done right, do it yourself. So here I am. I'm the commissioner of freaking like eight leagues right now. Um, but uh, I enjoy doing it. So it, it's always helpful to have good commission. But beyond those things, we're going to roll through some things here and i think the one thing funny that's funny jerry and uh <laughs> did you see before we dive in i'm keep pushing this off did you see the matthew berry tweet about the superflex rookie draft um with, Pitts, with Pitts versus lawrence yeah did you see that yeah well i saw it <laughs> so whenever i whenever i see stuff like that so if you missed it for one i'm blocked by matthew berry on twitter because i i made a comment one time about 
uh, some league he was in or whatever, just like a joke. And he blocked me. So if I ever want to see his tweets, I have to go to the SmackDown handle and look there. <laughs> so uh, he tweeted that he was in a, a rookie a rookie draft, uh, Superflex, and it was tight end premium. It was tight end premium. But the team at the 101 took Pitts over Lawrence. And he said, what do you guys think? And he posted this. And obviously, Matthew Barry's a big name in the industry. Um, you know, I don't know if people he's known for his dynasty prowess, but, you know, he's big in one of the trendsetters. No joke. Like it was, it was like a 55 45 split that people said, no, Pitts is the pick. You take him. He's generational. And I'm like, obviously, like 18,000 votes yes. in too. So it wasn't like three guys, four no. guys. And the thing is that it was a reminder to me because you and I and everyone listening to this probably too, you were immersed in this stuff, right? So when we're talking, we're saying things or assuming knowledge about this topic that the average person or even like the, you know, maybe a diehard that just hasn't jumped fully in yet, like doesn't know yet. Like if those people know Superflex at all, there's no way in hell anyone votes pits. Right. So that tells me that 55% of Matthew Barry's followers don't know shit about Superflex, you know? <laughs> so that's, I don't want to assume that people know all this stuff. So that's why I think breaking all this stuff down would be good for the people. I agree. Listen, one, there was, it was like two or three years ago. I, I don't remember what the argument was, but I was arguing for a running back over a quarterback in a super flex on Twitter. And Iggy Alcafaz of the DTC bodied me, <laughs> just straight bodied me with more knowledge than I was ready for. And I learned my lesson that in super flex, you take quarterbacks and it only takes one team. This is what I say all the time in a super flex league. It takes you to have a quarterback problem one time and you will learn your lesson from then on out mm -hmm. because the moment you go trying to trade for a quarterback and they know you're desperate, just cut your arm off, go <laughs> get your, your chest of gold and start dragging it to them because they are going to steal it all from you. Mm -hmm. And that's, but, and that's on, and that's honestly the going rate for like a poop sandwich quarterback. I mean, yes. it's ridiculous. Listen, you want to ask how much Sam Darnold costs right now? Cause I bet it's a shitload. It is insanity. And I've been in those positions and I was, and like you said, it only takes one time to put yourself in that bad spot before you regret it. It also really takes only one team in a league to load up because if there's a team that has four or five star, you know, usable quarterbacks, that means that none of the other teams have three. And unless someone has a surplus, they sure as hell ain't going to trade them to you. So that's the part that's really tough. I was in a league a few years ago with a startup and this asshole on the end took four quarterbacks in the first eight rounds. And I was like, you just screwed me. Like, I don't have a QB two. I drafted Phillip rivers and like round 15, I just rode his old ass for the last two years. And here I am now. My second quarterback is Andy Dalton. Like I'm effed. Right. So, and I can't buy a guy. I can't pay for anyone because they're just way overpriced. I'm just riding it out and see what I can do. But you're absolutely right, man. It's at the end of the day, those quarterbacks are so freaking valuable and super flex, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking the perfect dynasty league. So let's build this thing out. I'm going to kind of roll through these categories. We'll kind of catch, we'll do a little catch all at the end. So we'll ping pong back and forth here. Um, but Jerry, what is, if you at, if you're building the perfect dynasty league, what is the host site that you're choosing? There's a bunch out there. Uh, and I'll, I'll just say this. I know that it's, it's probably not flea flicker, but I'll, I'll give you the floor. <laughs> I, uh, I have had a few leagues on flea flicker and they are all gone. Thankfully, <laughs> I, no, I'm good on that. I'm good on fan tracks. I had a Debbie league on fan tracks. No, thank you. 
Uh, the answer for me is sleeper, and it's not even close. I know that my fantasy league MFL uh, is super popular and it's extremely customizable. Here's the thing. Super lazy. There's a reason that Kyle is hosting this show right now while Randy is on vacation and he did not give me the keys because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and that is the same with this. So I like Sleeper. It's super easy. I get mm -hmm. all the notifications for games. I get everything I want. It does really everything I need it to. Mm -hmm. um, also, if you get into a league on MFL that is not super customizable and it's that same 1997 website that they have from Netscape, I it sucks. And it when you first learn, like when you first get into an MFL league, like, you know, you're just getting into Dynasty and you see Ryan McDowell is, you know, doing a mock draft or something, you're like, oh, I'm going to do that. And you go to draft your first player for the first time and you have no idea how to do it. I remember the first time I did that, Kyle, I mean, 20 minutes of just trying to maneuver that website to try and figure out how in the hell to draft people. And I was like, I, I don't know what I was doing. So I had to end up like, I think I DM'd him or something. I was like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully he uh, doesn't have that screenshotted or anything, but I'm a sleeper guy. I'm fine with MFL. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. we're in a couple MFL leagues. I have a lot of them. I'm cool with it. I, mm. I, I think it's just those two. Mm. You know, we, ha we have the reality sports online for the contract, which I actually like. Um, I didn't fall on my face as bad as I thought I did, but I was looking at my contracts yesterday. Uh, that might not be the case <laughs> next year. But um, so I, I do like that for contracts wise. Mm. But as far as, you know, the sort of standardized, you know, draft your players or auction, MFL and Sleeper are they're right there. I just prefer sleeper. Yeah. And I, and I'm with you there as well. Uh, if it's free, it's for me. Sleeper is, it, it has the chat built in already. They have a, the, some of the scoring that is not standard per se, but like uh, you, you can do bonuses points for first down. You can do tiered PPR. Um, you know, you can add pre premium uh, for tight end receptions, those types of things. So they they can do what you needed to do. Um, I <laughs> uh, props to whoever runs the MFL Twitter handle because that asshole retweets every single thing known to man. Um, I'm pretty sure I even saw that he retweeted like a promoted tweet the other day. Like this dude, is, like I want to meet that guy because um, I'm sure as hell not retweeting all that stuff. But um, Sleeper is just it's solid. They make updates to it. You know, it's it's free, but I think you get you get your you know. It's not one of those you get what you pay for type things. I think it's a strong platform. So if you haven't played on Sleeper, I highly encourage it. Um, I'm, all the Patreon leagues are on there. I know like it's just it's super simple. It's really easy. I've moved my redraft leagues over there from other sites because you know it's uh, again it it gives you the alerts and things as well. So there's a lot of cool stuff you can do. They if you <laughs> they added the ability to mute certain parts of the app instead of the entire app, so that's always helpful as well. You actually got like home leagues to switch to sleeper. Yes, yes, I did. Look at you. You're, I know you're man. you're a much better salesman than me, apparently. <laughs> I I definitely uh, I will tell everybody that I know. I'm like this is the way to go. I like uh, I like the draft board that you can like. That's what we okay. used last year. We were trying to you know due to the covids we were trying we in one league we always do the live stickers and all that stuff, and we were trying to avoid you know. 12 guys touching the same four pieces of paper, 15, you know, thousand times. So on sleeper, they have a draft board. So we just logged into on a, another computer, put it up on the projector. That was free. It's right there. I know there's other things to do that, but it was simple. I didn't have to export or, you know, 
imports rosters. It was just done. So it's simple. It's easy. I will give a little shout out to Reality Sports Online. Um, I'm not a, obviously a, uh, they're not a sponsor, uh, either as MFL, who we just kind of shit on, but um, Reality Sports Online, if you haven't done contract leagues before, I really do enjoy that site. It is, it is a little bit on the pricier side. Um, I think it's like 12, 13 bucks a team. Uh, so it is a little bit costly, but their platform does incredible things that you can't find anywhere else. So um, if I'm building the perfect league, though, I'm going to roll a sleeper. It's simple. Everybody knows how to use it. You don't run into, I don't know how to draft problems on there. Sure. It's user intuitive. So there you go. Uh, host site is covered. All right, let's roll into uh, the format here. So we got, let's, let's combine these two. So format and the roster, like a lineup, how would you like, what kind of, uh, Format it for your league, you know, probably Superflex as an example is one of those things. But what other uh, type of things would you add to your league? And then what would you want as like a the perfect lineup for a dynasty league? Okay, so we sort of have a standardized view of how, you know, Randy and I view a dynasty league. You know, Superflex, tight end premium. I don't really care what the premium is for the most part, as long as it makes the tight end valuable and it doesn't make them dog crap for lack of a better phrase and then as far as the rest you you want to know like how many spots for each position yeah i mean main, i mean it probably just comes down to like how many flex spots do you like do you like three wide receivers i'll like I one do, flex spot do, what do you do, go do, how, how many wide receivers do you go i prefer three i mm-hmm. uh, but i'm also a person that likes to build around wide receivers so it's sort of conducive to my success so maybe it's <laughs> you know just me being selfish I, i've done i did a league i i'll, I'll answer your question with not answering it uh i did a league last year where i made it uh like eight flex spots and two super flex spots so like you could just play whatever freaking position you wanted i actually ended up hating that <laughs> because really? I, I, I was just like i at, at the in the moment i'm like the flexibility everyone can just do what they want um and i don't know why it just felt weird i don't know maybe it was just like the psychology of like when you looked at your lineup the quarterbacks were at the bottom and like they players weren't grouped how you thought they should be i don't know but um, personally, I like three wide receivers as well. I'm good with that. Um, but in, for my perfect, like, uh, lineup, I had kind of the standard, you know, quarterback, super flex, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end. And I, and I had, uh, and then two additional flex spots on top of that. Like I want 10 guys hey, in my starting deep. lineup. Yeah. That's getting deep. Yeah. So from a dynasty league, that's what I want. I want, you know, I want roster, your roster's deep. I want your starting lineup to be deep. It'd be different for redraft leagues. You're usually hovering around you know, seven to eight skill position starters. But in Dynasty, I think nine is should be the minimum. Uh, Ten is what I really like because it really tests the depth of your roster. So is that generally how you would lean or well, too many yeah, flex spots I, for you? I mean, it's pro- it makes me a little uncomfortable, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I think it's about right, though. I, mm. I think I would probably just do one flex, but that's because I'm a simp, so that's what happens. But how do you feel about IDP? Are you an IDP guy at all? I, I mean, yeah. we have our league with the Aussies, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if you were about that life outside of that. Yeah, I like IDP from the standpoint of I can feel like average Joe fantasy when I play IDP. Because like when I'm playing as standard you know, Dynasty League or Fantasy League, like, I know every damn depth chart with every freaking guy. And when a guy gets injured and this second string guy gets injured, I know who the third guy is. I'm not walking around like, man, I hope Twitter can inform me. Like I know every single thing on the offense because I spend way too much damn time with this stuff. Yep. On the IDP side, I don't know Jack. Like I literally have to treat IDP as if I don't know anything. Like when we did the IDP league last year, I set a rule for myself. No more than two defensive players from the Cowboys on my team. 
not because the Cowboys defense sucks ass, but because like those are the only defensive guys I really right. know. And <laughs> and then, like the other thing with IDP is the players that y- you know are good aren't always good for fantasy, right? Like yeah. Aaron Donald is right. JJ Watt was dur- you know during his time, but like Xavier Rhodes in his heyday, he was never good. He's a corner. He sucks. Like you don't waste your time with that. Like you know. uh, you know, even Richard Sherman back in the day when he was an absolute, you know, island corner, didn't matter. You didn't want him. So I like IDP in a few leagues just to kind of sprinkle it in and feel like, man, I can kind of just go in a little unknown and I don't feel bad when I miss a call because I'm like, well, who the hell knows, you know? Um, so I wouldn't include it in the, my perfect dynasty league. Um, I would recommend it to anyone who hasn't tried it at least to, to give it a shot, but I'm not an IDP guy, you know, through and through, I guess. So uh, I, 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 like, I like I like a little bit. I like just just a little kiss of IDP on there. Just like one one of each position, like one secondary, one defensive line, one linebacker. Mm-hmm. I like a little bit of it. Uh, the the big rosters like we have in the in the rock rock illusion with the Aussies. I, I'm I'm the same as you. <laughs> like I, I'm a lost puppy. And if somebody gets hurt, I just have to hope that whatever's guy i have is gonna be good enough and in truth i have no idea luckily i've sort of gotten lucky on that team so my defense isn't terrible but yeah i'm the same as you but i do like a little bit actually Mm -hmm. that's just my own personal preference and it doesn't come up a ton in in truth so i just sort of deal with it what i don't like and this is this is sort of a redraft thing at no point do i ever want to play in a redraft league with team defenses i hate them I loathe them more than kicker. I would rather have kickers than team defense. I think it is the stupidest damn position between that and non-decimal scoring. Those are the, you know what? And divisions, divisions, non-decimal scoring (laughs) and team defense are the stupidest things in redraft leagues that have ever existed. But this is a dynasty show. We don't have to go down that rabbit hole. That's just me ranting. I I would copy and paste that shit and just apply it to dynasty. Like I don't want, I don't really like, I don't really like divisions a whole lot. I could give or take that, whatever. Um, But I just hate when a team wins a division and then another team that has like three more wins gets out of the playoffs because of it. And I just think that's so stupid. That's just yeah. so dumb. I, I'm, I'm with you there. And the team defense thing, especially like I've, I, th- I think I've navigated it where I've successfully gotten rid of every DST and every league I'm in. I, there was a run, it was a running joke in my longtime home league that like every year I'm like, I'm the commissioner. So I'm like, anybody got any rule changes they want to propose. And then I would just reply to my own, you know, message. Like, Boot these damn kickers and DSTs. Like, get it the hell out of here. Let's add some flex spots. Let's, you know, do something. And every year, the traditional guys were just like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. But now that, like, over the last handful of years, as fantasy has become, you know, bigger and bigger and bigger, people have kind of come around to that and finally got it rid of it. Um, but I'm with you. You should not have – I went without saying, I guess. I didn't even put it in here. Like, no kickers, no DSTs. I don't care. If you want to do IDP, I'm good with that. It's interesting. Um, it makes the game more fun to watch, you know, when you have some IDP players, even if it's not on every league, just cause you're like, you know, you see a guy make a tackle and you're like, Oh man, that was my guy. Right. Um, versus like team DST is just so a couple of years ago when JJ Watt used to get put in as a tight end and got a couple touchdowns. <laughs> oh my God. That was just dirty. That was so dirty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, and it just adds, it just adds more fun to it. So I would highly recommend to anyone that hasn't tried it, like give it a shot, you know, see if you can get a league um you know to to add that and and you know see how it works for you but it, it is fun so so we got i think and i went without saying but i'm with you super flex is an absolute must if you shouldn't I, the toughest part is when you have a one qb dynasty league switching it to a super flex like 
you almost need like three years notice. And even then I feel like it's really tough. Like you kind of just have to pull the bandaid. Someone's going to get hosed and someone's going to get an edge. But like, I mean, it, it is really hard. I always struggle with that. We have that run of the mill milk toast league um, that you and I in Memphis and in and a lot of guys. And, but it is the most generic ass league. It's been, that was my first dynasty league. It's been around for like freaking 12 years. It's one quarterback not tight end premium. I think I finally allowed you guys to make it half PPR. <laughs> like, so like it, I hate one QB leagues. I don't know. I just hate them. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I finally switched my main, my first dynasty league that I ever did. I finally switched them over to sleeper. I finally got that. That's been, I've been trying to switch them off at ESPN for a long time. Cause it was, such a, it was, it was <laughs> such a pain in the ass for me. Cause that's the only league I can mesh. So I just had spreadsheets of everybody's picks and and all the draft boards from all the previous years. And when we would do the draft, they okay, well, who's been taken? And then I got to take a screenshot and I got to send it. It was just it was it was horrible. But yeah, we just switched to Superflex, and it took three years. I think I think we did like uh, three off seasons with like three rookie drafts or something, and just gave everyone a shot. But I, last year I, was the first year of that. So I, I think and. I've heard, I know they've talked about it on other shows. There's ways to do it. I've heard, I've heard of like, just kick all the damn QBs into a draft and like, whatever, you know, you yeah. just like, everyone just picks it, you know, you start from scratch with just that position, um, you know, to flip it over and just rip the cord. Right. But um, yeah, it's gotta be super flex. If you're in this, again, this perfect dynasty, like these are the kind of attributes you should be looking for. If you're joining startups, don't join a startup draft just cause you got invited. But when you get in the room, it's like, Oh, seven starters, one quarterback, you know, like right. 15 bench, like, or 15 roster spots. Like what the hell? Like this isn't for me. Get out of there. Right. Don't, don't just do it just because, um, so super flex tight end premium for sure. I'm with you on the, I don't care if it's half a point extra or a whole full point extra. It doesn't matter as long as it, again, doesn't make them dog crap, uh, best way to put it. But I, I and that's, those are probably pretty standard things in the industry these days, yep. but I think that that needs to be the case. And I, I'm surprised all the time of, the people I talk to that are in one QB dynasty leagues. And I'm like, I don't, I, get out the, of that. Uh, the, I think it was the Podfather. Re, he was tweeting about a mock draft that he had did in the first like seven or eight picks were running backs. And he's a big robust running back guy, which I was like, I cannot believe people still like promote and care about one QB dynasty <laughs> leagues. I, I was honestly stunned. Cause I just, you know, we have that league and I think I have like, one other one that I've had forever. I mean, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't mind. The problem is in your league, I have Patrick Mahomes. So it's weird because <laughs> you, you don't want to value quarterbacks a ton because it's only one quarterback league. But also, like, I could just be done with quarterback and not deal with it. So I get offers that I'm like, shit, that's good value. But why don't I just stay with Patrick Mahomes? I'm, mm. of course, talking about Win, who has been very <laughs> successful in that league. I think he's a Michigan fan, which is super unfortunate. but. I mean, he's he's always trying to get Patrick Mahomes, but he's got a good ass team. So why am I mm-hmm. going to give you Patrick Mahomes and then just pay you money every year for the next seven years? So it sort of sucks. Yeah, we've been paying his league dues for for years over there, yep. and and I've never won that league, and it's been the longest running league I have. And I did run it the first time I ever ran the Dynasty League. A lot of us was our first time trying Dynasty, and I we did the league on NFL.com, nice. and and dude, like. And you same thing with the ESPN, and it's changed a little bit because these uh, like Yahoo, NFL, ESPN, CBS, like they've they're kind of turned fantasy football into more of like 
eight or nine months where it's available as opposed to like back, you know, five, six years ago that your site was up in August. And then in December, that mother was gone, wiped clean. And like when the league got turned back on in August, then you could maybe see her history, but like you had to do all the sheets and all that crap. So I used to take screenshots of everybody's (laughs) rosters because they would do reset. And if people didn't pick their keepers, because we just picked it as a keeper league. Yeah. It would just wipe everybody. And if, bro, if you think I remember all 30 players on your team, don't get mad at me when when I didn't add, you know, Alfred Morris to the bottom of your roster. Like, I'm sorry I didn't remember that you still had him. And uh, it was funny when I brought up this topic because I thought it would be good just to give people, you know, to really shine the light on like, hey, what you should be getting from your leagues. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, I'll be interested to see what Jerry brings to the table because I don't know if I know a more easygoing guy than Jerry Sinclair. Like every league I'm in with him, I'm just like, Hey man, you got to roll in this rule change. Uh, yeah, whatever's winning. Just go ahead. Just put me down for that. I'm like, <laughs> I, I think I did say that exact same thing. The last vote we did. Yes, we did. So, uh, good stuff, man. So, uh, any other scoring things we talked to tight end premium. Um, is there any, any other scoring, you, you know, it could be as simple as it's gotta be full PPR. You gotta have maybe, uh, Per position picky, PPR and that stuff. Not, not picky on any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, like those are those are cute little wrinkles that I usually don't realize until it's the third round <laughs> of the startup draft. It's point um, per carry. What the hell? When, <laughs> when everybody go when everybody has three tight ends and I go, oh, it's two point PPR for tight ends and points for first down. Okay, well, all right, I guess I'll work on that. But no, I don't. That doesn't yeah. really bother me. I half point PPR, full point PPR. I treat them all the same. Everybody is, everybody's the same when it's uh points per carry or, you know, half point or quarter point or whatever it is. I do take running backs a little bit earlier than I normally would, but it's not a make or break. It's just, those are just cute little things that get added. Gotcha. Yeah. I, and on, on the scoring front is if uh, you've been listening to me or following me at all for a long time, first off, God bless you. Um, but uh, second off, you know that I'm, I've been, you know, team standard scoring my whole life, you know, AKA God scoring. Uh, but you know, I've, I've been in so many damn leagues and the, and, and things where it's just like, I'm in one standard scoring league still one. And every week when I pull that roster up, that one out of 25 or whatever, I'm like, he only scored how much that's it. Like what the Bro, hell? Right. And, and then, so it got to the point where it was like, it was more important. It was more fun to see more points rather than getting angry about like, well, that screen pass went for negative three yards is worth 0.7 because this asshole set the scoring is full PPR. I mean, I'm good with it. I like half, if I'm setting though, the perfect dynasty league, half PPR and half point per first down. I love it. Point per first down for me. I will, I will stand on that table all day. That should be integrated more standard across the industry because I love the fact that, you know, a, a two yard carry is worth 0.2, right? But a two yard carry for a first down that changes the game. And you should that player should be awarded for that, in my opinion, in fantasy football. So I, I'll that's the one thing I usually argue with people about. If it's either make it super flex, make it tight end premium, that better be in the damn league. But if it's not having points for first down, I'm gonna try to get that integrated. So it's not for everybody, but it's you just, just one you more. You just have the league. one, the one standard scoring now. Just the one. It's a dy- it's a ten team dynasty league uh, that uh, is seven or eight years old. It's all local guys. We get together every year. But it's just the one, man, and that's and that's it. So it, it my, pains my me. My oldest redraft league is still standard scoring, and that's it's my baby. But that same stuff happens because it's it's the league that my friends talk the most shit about, and mm-hmm. I talk the most shit about. 
So I, it's always the first one that I check the scores, especially when I'm against certain players. Corey, I'm looking at you, you evil son of a bitch. I always want him to lose every single time. And for the most part, all of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'll look at the scores and I'll be like, oh my God, he had such a bad week. And I'll be like, oh no, I have him on this team. And then I'll go look at that score and I'll be like, oh, he had 18 points. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that's standard. I'm still in 1999. I remember now. Yeah, I, it is. Uh, it definitely, I've, my mind has been warped where I just, I only see PPR now, but uh, I do, I do think half is where is the sweet spot. I really do I enjoy that. And then the points for first down still gives you, it's, you know, it still gives rewards, you know, the catches for first downs that moves the chains, baby. So I, I, uh, I'm a big fan of that. And I will give the props to, told to Scott Fish out there, putting that in SFB, really got it out there, but I've played in other leagues with it you know, even a little bit before that, but even going forward and it's become more widely accepted. So get on the soapbox for that. If you're joining the league and it's not in there, if someone hasn't tried, if they haven't tried it, got to try it. It's a lot more, it's a lot, a lot more fun. Um, what about the playoff structure? You mentioned um, sometimes it's a simple, just like, you know, but you mentioned the divisions and it's annoying that certain teams don't get in. So um, it, 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 maybe it's just like, I don't want this, but for playoff structure, what are you looking for in your perfect league? Uh, I think it depends on how many teams are in the league. If it's 12, I don't mind that six get in. That doesn't bother me at all. I'm cool with that. The weird thing about me, though, when it gets to 10 teams is I like two-week playoff matchups, and I think I'm the only person that I've ever met that actually likes those. Mm -hmm. I just – if you're playing in a 10-team league – a lot of you have awesome teams and it just takes that one guy to drop a 40 bomb on you and you're out and that sort of sucks. So I like, I like to have two weeks so they can make up for it. Um, that's not popular. And <laughs> when I say it's not popular, I mean, most people will fight to the death against that. Um, well, well, I'm sure that the people that played Alvin Kamara this last year might be on board now because that, Jesus, that sucked. That ruined my, that, suck. that ruined my week 16. I'll tell you that. <laughs> But I, I think just just six. I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm just going under the the umbrella that you know twelve teams is pretty standard. So six top two get a buy. Just just the top two though. I, yeah. I I'm not divisions, not any of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. But and then you know every everybody plays it out, and somebody drops a forty bomb on you, and you cry, and you know you remember it for the next ten years, and your friends remind you of it for the next ten years. Russell I, Wilson, 2013. Not that I'm still bitter damn, about it. Damn, there's some salt in that wound. There we go. Yeah, I've, I, I definitely, I think we all have those moments. You know, I, I always joke around with a buddy of mine. Like, uh, I, we were in the championship game, and he lost a quarterback, and I picked up like Joe Flacco off the wire because he had a great matchup, and like that was the difference. Like he had to, I forget who he had to play, but he had to play somebody else, and, and I won because of that. I've also had the opposite. I played against the number one seed in the year where OBJ got suspended for the Josh Norman stuff. And I was, I was on the chat. I'm like, ha ha, give me the money, you know? And I lost, even though the guy didn't have OBJ. So that's what I get for opening my mouth. And I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I, the two week playoff thing's interesting. I had a few things here I'll cover at the end as far as things I might want to try, or I've tried once or twice. And I still, I kind of like the two week playoff thing is interesting to me. Uh, now, do you like the two-week playoff for every round or just two weeks for the championship? Uh, I mean, I prefer just for the championship. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if it's like an eight-team league, which I, I bless yeah, your I mean, sweetheart, please don't play those but because everybody's <laughs> team's good, but then I would want it all. But just for the championship for the most part. You mm-hmm. you get lucky in the semis. That, you know, yeah. That's fine. But, yeah, 
I think that's I think that's good. I in that ten team league that I run, it is six teams um, in the playoffs. Uh, I do if, even in, in ten teams, I do like six teams getting in because I'm like I'd rather just have the good teams playing. Like why don't at just that point can't. do we really need an extra week of the regular season to determine like these are the teams, right? Um, but I I I, uh, I kind of like the idea of a two week playoff and and hell we get an extra week of fantasy football now. True. So there you go, Jerry. This is your time. Make it happen. Two week championships not it's easy just tack it right on there regular season stays the same tack it on ain't nobody gonna want any part of that (laughs) i I might give it a try in one of my leagues i'll report back to you uh and show you the scars all right um for for me my favorite playoff structure no is no divisions i'm with you um but it's just the top five of the standings and then i like the sixth one to be the remaining team on points uh you know if you're sitting there and you're you know, whatever, six and seven, but you have an ass ton of points, you should get in. Like, I feel like, you know, that kind of, that's a good point. You know, you earn it, you earned that in my opinion. Like, um, so I, I'm also like, I also don't care about head to head, uh, tiebreakers. I always use points scored because one, I like to kind of like before the playoffs, I'm like, it comes, it's easier to uh, run through playoff scenarios. Like if this guy beats this guy and this guy wins, then this guy's in versus like, Oh shoot. But what was their head to head match? And I got to go down here and see, I don't like that. I just want total points as the tiebreaker in the standings. And that's final playoff spot is most points scored. That's not in the top five. So I would, I would root for that. If it was my perfect league, that's what I would do. So I like it. That's how I, uh, I got into the Scott fishbowl playoffs in 2019. Cause I finished, I don't know. I, I had like a 500 record, but I had the second most points behind Evan Silva, but I got in because of the points, which <laughs> there you go man i did i didn't think i made it and then all of a sudden you know scott fish sends out the link of the playoff teams and there was jerry's stupid ass name right at the top and i was like yeah yeah that's right that's awesome senior master chief division <laughs> nice hey man and i and i don't think there's anything wrong with trying you know given given that spot you know because again it's it encourages teams to keep going too like i we were in a league that used this uh a few years back and it was exciting as hell because all but like one team was in it, like to the end, like, you know, they had to, you know, to, you get to jump a lot of teams is going to be tough. But like, I think there was a, maybe only 40 point swing between that final spot and like three or four more teams. Like it was, you know, so it was pretty intense. I um, mean, in that league, you could put up a lot of points. So um, I, I'd recommend giving that a shot, take a look. You could always go back through prior years, see how it would have affected it. Maybe it doesn't. Um, but as a, if, if you're a team that scored a lot of points and you just lucked out a couple of hard luck losses, you know, you might want that rule, so just throwing it out there selfishly. Um, what what about for you? We talked about earlier a ton of we're in a ton of leagues. You know, we get pulled in a lot of directions. We got life, you know, coming getting in the way of our of this hobby. Uh, but what what types of events uh, throughout the year are you looking for? Is it you, you give give me the draft and I'll see you guys next year? Do you try to space things out? Um, you know, uh, building you know building those relationships sometimes is easier to do if it's an in person. Uh, league versus online, but what are some some suggestions that you have or something that you'd want to install in your perfect dynasty league? So I actually don't have many scenarios where I do live drafts or anything. Um, Like I I have my home league, my home dynasty league, and we all, we try to get together, but you know, I have maybe like three or four times have I ever done an actual fantasy draft with the board, with the stickers, with all that, which sucks because I've had a ton of fun every single time I've done it. But yeah, for whatever reason, I haven't done any of that. But I'm a listen. Any event that is around 
fantasy football is going to get me excited and I'm going to be like a child. I mean, we have Cedar Point up here. I don't know what what theme parks you guys have. Six Flags. Mm. Yeah, across the country. (laughs) But people around here, we look forward to Cedar Point. It's like the night before you go to Cedar Point when you're like 11 years old and you just you can't fall asleep. And then you wake up and it's only been an hour and a half and it's 530 and your mom is pissed and she's trying to get you out of bed and you're just ready. Like you are excited. You don't care that you didn't sleep. That, that's how I get for the rookie drafts. And now it helps that my birthday is going to be for most of my rookie drafts this year. Rookie drafts, NFL drafts. I mean, a lot of the guys in my home league, we get together for the NFL draft and we watch mm-hmm. it. You know, they know what picks we have and what players we have. So when I have Daryl Henderson and the Rams take Cam Akers, you know, I got to hear about it. Yep. Thanks a lot. So, I mean, that's, it's just fun. It's just camaraderie camaraderie is the key to every league i think that's why ours do so well we're just we're just good guys spitballing and we can you know talk shit but it happens when you take rocket power all those many moons ago um woody 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 but yeah i mean listen every event what about yours what, what do you got yeah so as a commissioner of a lot of leagues i there's i've had a lot of trial and error with some of this stuff because some stuff is just like it's just not gonna work um some leagues i'm in where i'm like where because i have uh luckily i've had a really decent group of guys that i'm friends with and you know some some of us we hang out every other weekend and some of us we see a couple times a year but some but those are for fantasy football things and so i have a i have a handful of leagues they're all like in person local around here and as a commissioner of most of those leagues i have to you know sometimes i gotta lean on people a little bit like come on i'm giving you five months notice get your ass to the draft like this year i posted in there i'm like we're trying to find the perfect day, right? So everyone can do it. And I'm like, we all have lives. A lot of people have kids, got jobs. I get it. But I'm giving you five months notice and I shouldn't have to convince you to come hang out, talk football, draft a fantasy team and have a beer. That shouldn't be, I shouldn't need to sell you on this, right? So like, I like, as somebody that commissions in a lot of leagues, it's tough, but I do like to try to look for opportunities to get people together. You know, if they're local through 2020 in the Zoom era, um, you know, we've, uh, definitely as a, you know, a world be, you know, figured out ways to, uh, connect with people. And we started a, I started a league last year. I got you. And you mentioned in the, on reality sports online, the FUCC for all you guys listening out there. Um, uh, <laughs> Corona coalition is the last two, uh, letters of that. If you can, you can fill in the rest, but, uh, and dude, we don't, I, you're in it. Um, our boy, uh, Jernigan is in that league. And a bunch of listeners of this show and like other people I've met, you know, through doing other leagues, we don't know each other personally outside of fantasy football, right? But that league is it's awesome. We chat, we chat, you know, all the time. You're reasonable about where no one's getting annoyed, but uh, but and we've we've generally we've been setting up happy hours, you know, every six weeks or so, just jumping on Zoom, hanging out for a bit, just talking football. We, you know, you mentioned the draft. That's a great time to hang out with your league. Um, look for the opportunities. If you're in a league, look for opportunities to hang out with those guys. Even if you have a few guys that are in one league and also in another, you know, join up, you know, whatever. Even if you get six, seven guys in each league, you got a pretty decent group. The draft is the best because not just what Jerry mentioned as far as people knowing who whose players took it in the shorts and value, but you don't have to really pay attention to the draft. You just sit there, hang out, and every like 20 minutes, like, oh, pick is in. You know, that's it. That's the best. So I highly recommend using the draft as that point. Obviously, you have your rookie drafts and um, and everything each year, uh, but I, I highly recommend trying to put something around either those two events, either your rookie draft, the NFL draft, trying to look for ways to, 
you know, get together with people at least once a year. Um, I really encourage people twice because it just kind of gives you that little extra bonus. But, uh, you know, sometimes that's tougher for online leagues versus in-person. But if you ever get the opportunity to create a local in-person league, even Dynasty, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, friend of the show, uh, John McGlynn, he's local here outside of Chicago Burbs. He put a league together a couple years back, and it's it's a blast, man. Like, again, none of us knew each other. He just kind of stalked some people on Twitter, found people that lived in Chicago area, and you know, we got together and created this league and it's, it's an awesome league. And, uh, everyone is always shit talking and hanging out and ended up like, there are people that live like five minutes from me, you know, that are in this league. It's just crazy. So, uh, you know, I think we've all gotten past the, the internet stalker part of the world. Like, you know, people know everything about you. I, you know, the government knows what kind of ketchup I buy. I just deal with it. So, um, anyway, so there, there's some events. I put that on there just cause it's something I'm passionate about. So, um, anyway, last, we'll wrap this thing up here. Quick, uh, what about communication, Jerry? Uh, you mentioned uh, trying to get people to <laughs> on there. What what's your preferred uh, way? Like, if you're in the perfect dynasty, like, what is the way that you're making sure that everyone's informed, or you can get a hold of people, what that type of thing? Listen, chat and communication <laughs> is a cornerstone of a good league. I'm a person that doesn't care. We uh, we're working on like the the startup of my you know some of my local friend group mm-hmm. here. Um, it's sort of a hassle for them to pick which chat group they want. Well, I already have this chat in this chat. Well, I have this chat in this chat. I, I I'm a person that doesn't care. Like you said earlier, like it just tell me what you need. Like, I, I don't care. I, I, what, what site does it matter? What platform does it matter for me to talk? Like I, I I'm in to talk about football all the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's why I like sleeper. Cause the chat is sort of already built into it. You can at them and guess what? Jerry wants to, you know, talk to Kyle. Jerry sent a dog shit trade to Kyle. Jerry, you know, (laughs) put this guy on the trading block, you know, whatever it is. That's why I like sleeper, but you need to have some form, whether, Mm -hmm. you know, if if it's local and you can text by all means, then then just do that. Group me is fine. WhatsApp, you know, we're, we're in the the league with the Aussies. We cannot exactly text them because they have too many numbers in their phone. I don't know what that is actually. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There was, I always say that Australians are cyborgs and I believe that through and through the, they're superhumans. but you know, so, so we have to have the WhatsApp so, so that we can talk to them, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you have to do. Listen, if we can have a league with Australians 5,000 miles away and we can chat daily, y'all can put together a chat group and y'all mm-hmm. can have, you know, like it, it, at some point in my life, I am going to venture to Australia so that I can meet those guys because I did, there's no way I, I can't mm-hmm. because we have just created a relationship of sort of like this fraternity of podcasts that we have, you know, me, you and Jernigan and the Aussies and Randy and everything. You know, I've met you, I've met Randy. I got, I got to meet those guys, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it, and it's because we communicate and it's because we play fantasy football and the relationships that this game can create for us is ju- it just makes it so fun. Like, it's so fun. And when you take Jared Goff way too early in the startup, <laughs> they will let you know, even if you live 5,000 miles away from them. And that is fun, even if it makes you look so dumb. <laughs> Dude, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it, the most important thing is that everyone just needs to, whatever the league agrees on, is to just get on board with it, deal with it. I've, I have every freaking one in the books. I don't even have Facebook Messenger for a league or whatever. And, you know, it just it is what it is. You got to be plugged in. Um, and 
there's some guys that I know in certain leagues that aren't, and it's you know, it, it makes it tough because it, you can't even ping them, you know, for something. So yep. uh, you just get on board with it. But if I the perfect one and the reason I threw it on here and you alluded to it, it we're we're getting back to it. Sleeper, you got. I mean, be in there, man. The the fact that the chat is in the same app is awesome because you got it. If you are on MFL or even like our league that we referenced, or like on Reality Sports Online, great site, love it. But there's no chat, so you got to go. Got to have something else. Um, but, uh, this may seem small, but the one thing that I really, really, really like about sleeper is the things you mentioned, you can tag people, uh, and you can tag the entire league, which is awesome as a commissioner. Like you can't do that in group me, unfortunately, like you can't tag, Hey, everyone, right. You just have to hope to God. Everyone sees your message before 47, you know, sarcastic ass comments, bury your announcement all the way up, you know, clear in the chat. Um, you can tag the entire league, which is freaking awesome. Uh, you can in sleeper, this seems small, but you can pin stuff. You know, you can pin things in the chat. So like I went through when I flipped all my leagues to 2021, I went in there. I put, I pinned the league constitution. I pinned the PayPal where everyone pays their freaking dues. I pinned, you know, another spreadsheet that referenced, you know, draft pick thing or what keepers or whatever. That is huge. You can't do that in, in group me, unfortunately. So not to crap on group me, I use it all the time. But yeah. like sleeper has such an edge from that standpoint. The fact that you can the chat is built into the league. I cannot stress enough how awesome that is. So I'll say I just said it again. But uh, yeah, man, it, it, you just get on board. But if you can, if you can get your league over to sleeper, that's just another bonus. So hopefully if commissioners out there know what I'm talking about. They want that stuff. So I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> also, make sure that your commissioner is a reliable person. Uh, you are sending them money. Uh, you will want to get that money at the end of the season. Now, they do have league safe, which is, you know, a way that it sort of locks it. So it prevents that. Um, yeah, I've never had to deal with any issues. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, mm -hmm. Also, pay your commissioners. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not a commissioner because I don't want to chase people down. Like, bless Kyle's sweetheart for doing that and pinning the link and everything. There's still people like me out there who will be like, Oh, I never paid you. Oh yeah. My bad. And then I'll go doing whatever I did. And then the next day you'll be like, Hey Jerry, remember how you said you didn't remember to pay me? You didn't you bum. And you'll be like, Oh, okay. How much is that in quarters? Can I just send you quarters? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, um, it was uh, after all the stimulus checks drops, man, I was hitting everybody up. I'm like, I know you got it. Let's go. Let's see it. Um, but yeah, you definitely, you need a good commissioner. Make sure that as we're getting all hungry for startups, make sure that you know, you know, the guy, someone can vouch for him if you don't know him uh, or her, you know, if the commission in your leagues, you know, you want to have, that's why the Patreon leagues are so awesome too. Like, you know, when you're in groups like that, you know, it's, there's accountability there because you're in a group of people that, you know, you know, that are going to hold you to it, <laughs> uh, which is great. You know, you're in solid, uh, even though it's strangers, right. I'm in, I'm honestly, I'm in a more leagues with people I have don't know personally than leagues oh, that I'm easily. in, you know, personally, right. Obviously, you know, so uh, that's important, you know, vet those people for the best you can. Um, I had a few more miscellaneous things in here. So I'll kind of, I'll throw these at you. Um, uh, first off uh, league trophies are awesome. I've had like, it's tough to do like with leagues that are on the internet, but a little trick to that, that I found is have the guy that finishes last pay to have the trophy shipped uh, because then nobody will want to finish last. Uh, but two, then it, you can figure out a way to get that from person to person and bragging rights is awesome. I know that Memphis, he's not here, Jerry, so I won't tell him. I know Memphis forced you to put up that backdrop behind you, but 
at, at least at a certain point, you had a trophy in there and you were able to see it. We were able to see that Jerry won his league. You got to get a trophy for your league, right? I mean, come on, Jerry. I, I lost that trophy. <laughs> you did? Damn it, Jerry. <laughs> that was the standard scoring redraft league. I won that bitch three times. I still got more championships than anybody else, but I did lose it. Um, yeah, listen, I'm a trophy person too. Listen, the money's good, but honestly, for the reason like that you have to bother me when I don't pay my dues, I also don't remember when I win. Like I don't, it, <laughs> all of a sudden someone's like, hey, I'm sending you money. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, we play for money. Like I don't, it's just not something that I care about. I do this for the fun of it. Mm. Now I'm also not like burying myself in FFPC, you know, $1,700 leagues or anything. Otherwise I might Staring sweat you, a little Dan. bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm a trophy guy because mm. there is that trophy that used to be on my background. Let me tell you how many, I don't Snapchat often, but when I do, it is with me and that trophy and to whatever friend I beat in the championship. And I just look at it and I get to see it's beautiful and all its glory. Mm-hmm. You know, or whatever, you know, maybe I'm taking a poop and I just have the trophy next to me. Send that to him. That'll really get a, a an emotion out of him. Whatever you got to do. I just I like talking shit. And I mm-hmm. like when people talk shit to me when we play because it makes it more fun and it makes us have rivalries. And I love rivalries because it makes me when I'm not even playing them mm-hmm. and I go to the roster and I see that they're losing and I <laughs> that's what you get. Or they lose a player. Oh, my God. Oh, you lost that Prescott? Oh, that's too bad. Even though I was that person this year. but Yeah. Hey, no, and it just adds to it, man. When you have that, you know, no one can take that from you, right? And I'm I'm in, I'm, I hear you. Like, the leagues that I win and I won money, it's like, that's great. That money's gone. Like, I just spend it on more leagues. I'm just going to use it for, league. exactly. Yeah, so, like, whatever. That doesn't really do anything for me. When I got a trophy, I'm going to remember I won that league, right? And my, and, you know, it, it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. I, I'm in leagues where we, we literally went to freaking Goodwill and found something, painted it silver, like and that's the league yeah. trophy. Like, <laughs> ta-da. Like, it's crazy. So uh, I highly recommend that. Uh, a few other fun things. You mentioned the rivalry thing. I like to find ways, like, in season to do fun stuff. Um, it can be as simple as just weekly payouts, like, for the top-scoring team, you know, 5 10 bucks. It's worth a, to boost that uh, entry fee a little bit for that kind of stuff. But I also like doing, um, like – randomly like each week where uh you make like one week uh like is like du- like you know four times the that prize or whatever like we've done it where it was like five bucks a week but one week was 20 bucks like that was kind of cool keeps people interested or random categories uh each week so like uh you just, like you can have things for like longest touchdown if you had that guy on your team like whoever has that guy on their team they get you know five bucks or buck here or there if you do a lot of stuff you can just kind of keep it small stuff like that keeps people interested in stuff during the week because otherwise you know it's tough to do in all your leagues if you're a commissioner but otherwise it's literally in season it's like all right did i win no okay put in some waivers all right come back sunday set my lineup and i'm out so look for that kind of stuff i'd like to try to see if you can add those types of things um last two things i had uh, i've never done this so jerry tell me if you've done this i want to try it i want to split the rookie draft up Draft day is awesome, right? But I want to do like rounds one and two in May and like three through five in like July, just so it's like another time where we're all, you know, connected. But also, too, I feel like if I got the 301, now I'm sitting there with the gold, right? Like, all right, come get it. Like, you want this guy, he slipped into round three, come trade for him versus like if you just knock out all five rounds 
you know, it's just like you blew your wad in May and now we're done. No one does anything. So thought thoughts on that idea. I have never done it, but I promise you that 301 value is going to increase. <laughs> yes. like, there's no way it doesn't. <laughs> yes. I would much rather have the 301 than like the 207 because <laughs> one, once it comes around, oh my God, now, that's a good idea. Like I'm a person that doesn't like waiting. I like all of it and give it, give it all to me. I don't like, give me a seven minute, you know, clock and we'll just smash this rookie draft out and it'll be done. Mm-hmm. I do like it though. I yeah. like it. If you can convince somebody in one of our leagues, I will back you. I will vote for that when All I'm right. with you. We got it. Jerry's going to cast a vote. That's good. So I'm also going to trade for the 301. <laughs> yes. So that would be one other thing I would add. And I, this is the last thing on my list. It, I wouldn't necessarily, I don't think I can commit to this in my perfect league yet, but I'll throw it out there just in case this is my only last and only appearance on this show. I started these, I started a league last year. I did two of them just to test them out. Uh, and I don't know if you heard about this, Jerry, but, uh, they're, I call, I dubbed them Russian roulette leagues. So they're dynasty leagues. You keep your roster year to year, except at the end of the season. So right after the regular season, right after the fancy season is done is that at random use a lot of wheel or whatever roulette wheel. It doesn't matter. Lotto balls, anything random. And of the four positions, QB running back, wide receiver, tight end is that one of those is getting killed off and tossed completely back into the draft pool so that your draft in may is not just rookies but it's whatever position got killed off that year so the entire position does that for every team the every team oh my (laughs) god so if you were if this interests you i don't know if we have enough time to go through all the ins and outs of this if this interests you you can always hit me up on twitter at kyle month eight but i did two of these last year and it was nerve-wracking as hell that I had a really good team and I'm like, what position's getting killed? Like my running backs are shit. I hope running backs, you know, get killed off and get tossed it back into the pool. And of course, in that league that I had Prescott and Patrick Mahomes, QBs cut all in the draft pool. And now I'm sitting there <laughs> with the 110. <laughs> so like it's it's been and, it's and been shitty running backs. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you are a glutton for punishment. I'll give yes. you that. Um that's sort of awesome though. It it's it, it was I, I interesting. Am, I am super excited to hear how that draft goes because that is that is a wrinkle that you there's nothing you can predict. There's no source. There's no there you know. There's no resource you could go out and be like you know what what is going to be the best strategy for me because that is chaos. Yes, it, it absolutely is, and that's what I was looking for. Just something to mix it up, create the draft to make it more of an event. Um, you know, in the, during the summer because. That 101 went from, oh, am I taking Trevor Lawrence or maybe, you know, uh, A.J. Brown or whatever at the 101? Or now it's Patrick Mahomes. Like, I'm literally sitting here with Patrick Mahomes now on my team. Kind of crazy. So the traditional dynasty people will hate the hell out of that. I've had people tell me to go blow smoke when I've thrown this out. They're like, don't. No, I built my I built this team. It's mine. You back the hell off. But uh, it, it was the first like that, offseason though. draft. Is this going to be this season? So we'll see how it goes. But. Those are just a few other miscellaneous things you could consider um, in your league. So if you're interested in a roulette league, I might run a couple more of this offseason. So hit well, me up. Let, let, let me in on that if you do, because I All am right. super interested in that. Just because I just want to watch people cry. And I'll probably be the one that ends up crying. But It was crazy of the two leagues I did. because I And I were pretty similar in style. I made them a little different just so that I didn't have an advantage being in both of them. But like... Um, the thing was, I think people were scared shitless to trade those 
those offseason draft picks, like those rookie picks, right? Because like, oh man, like these are now, these have a lot more value than than uh, than just like, oh, the 105 and a 1QB league. Like, okay, you know, uh, it, it changed it up quite a bit. So it was interesting. But any uh, any parting thoughts, anything else the listeners should be looking out for as we enter the heart of, of, uh, of startup season and people are just adding leagues left and right? I don't think so. I think just be smart about it, you know, it, decide what you want, check the scoring. I know I made a joke <laughs> earlier about not noticing scoring until the third round of the startup. Do that beforehand. Uh, you will need that. You will want that. And sometimes, you know, you don't want surprises all the time. Sometimes they're nice. If your wife brings you, a, you know, an ice cream cake, you are thrilled to get that delicious ice cream cake. Uh, if she throws something at you by surprise, you don't necessarily want that all the time. So definitely don't do that. Get, you know, a line of communication. Mm-hmm. It is a key. It is the foundation of good, you know, of a good league mate. And it should just be a good league mate. That's the other thing. Communicate. You know, sometimes I go radio silent for a little bit. I get busy too. At other times, like in the Patreon chat. You know, they won't hear from me for a couple of days. I got to work on this stupid paper. It's been eating my time away. Other times I'll shut the hell up. I'm guessing they want me to shut the hell up. So just do what you can when you can just make it fun for everybody. Don't be toxic. There is nothing serious about this game that we play. It is nothing but fun. That's, you know, don't take Jared Goff super early in a startup either. <laughs> yes. G and AJ or the Aussie guys will never let you hear it down. I promise. Yes, and that's why you want leagues like that, so that you can always be reminded of the missteps that you took. I may or may not have a league mate that reminds me every single day about the worst dynasty trade I've ever made in my life. And if he's listening to this, he's laughing his ass off right now. So, well, well, hold on, we're not just getting you're not getting out of it. I've got a bad one. I might beat you. But All right, I want to hear yours first. All right, so, uh, so here's the pissing contest of horrible dynasty trades. So I was in a league. Uh, this was that for that one QB milk toast league. Uh, it was like the third or fourth year of it. I had Peyton Manning as my quarterback and, and he had just come off like a monster, that monster season. It was going into what was his ended up being his final year. And I thought I was one piece away, right? One piece. So I'm, I'm trading my first I mean, I do that all the time, but I trade, I'm trading my first way because you know what? That first is the one twelve. So go F yourself. You can have it. Right. So I traded that one, my first round pick for prime, Jimmy Graham, not current Jimmy Graham, prime Saints, Drew Brees, Jimmy Graham, right? And I, that was it. I was going to the ship. Little did I know that Peyton Manning was like that guy from Men in Black when they opened the up. It was that tiny little shriveled alien piece of crap inside. That was Peyton Manning that year. And my team sucked. Everyone got injured. And I ended up finishing dead freaking last. No, no. The, the one the next year was Ezekiel Elliott. And there I am, my boy taken by my team and I'm having to sit there while someone else takes him with my pick and my team's crappy. So that was my worst trade I think I've ever made. And I'm not sure I'll be able to compete with that because that was a swift kick to the Nets. Yeah, that sucks. It really sucks because he's a cowboy and you're a Cowboys fan too. That makes it so much worse. Yes. So, so wait, what do you got? The same rookie class. So mind you, I started in, what was that? 2016. So our first year so. was 2015. I think that was the first year of our home dynasty league. Um, season goes through. I make the playoffs. I lose in the first round. I think I have 107. We get to the rookie draft. Everything's pretty chalk. You know, Zeke goes one because Zeke went one. It's a one QB at the time. 
boom, 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 gets to 107. I'm looking around. You know, I got a good team. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take the kid from Ohio State. I'll take Michael Thomas. So we're good. Draft ends immediately after the draft ends. My friend texts me, and he's like, hey, I sort of want Michael Thomas. I totally forgot. You want to just swap. He had the 103. He took a player with the 103. And I go, well, yeah. You know, if this guy had fallen to the 107, I would have taken him anyway. So I excitedly accept Corey Coleman for Michael Thomas straight up immediately after the rookie draft. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, damn, Jerry. That's that's rough, man. That is rough. Shoot. Yeah. Hey man, I mean that that and that story co- copy paste that because man, every year there's always these guys. No one can miss. They're all great, you know. For, and we're approaching this season where every single one of these first round picks is a can't miss, right? You know, every any first rounder is worth gold, but half these guys are going to probably suck. You know, last year was great, and that was you know we talked about on the SmackDown yesterday of these sophomore now running backs, and it's just crazy of all the guys that are out there. But that could happen. That could have happened to anybody. But damn, the fact that it was Corey Coleman, who was even in the league for three years, like he was like I mean, gone. Not bro. really. Not <laughs> really. Was he on the Browns? I mean, was that what, it, what did was he on the Browns? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, immediately. I mean, the draft ended. Like he didn't even like try and get him like while we were drafting. No, it was like as soon as the draft ended, I got a text and he was like, Hey, uh, I forgot about Michael Thomas. I think I'd rather have him with Drew Brees over Corey Coleman. And I was like, okay, you fucking idiot. I got a deal. <laughs> I go send it. Because he's the uh, type of person that you can't send him. Like, he he just wants to play games. He gets mm-hmm. he gets greedy with every trade. I go, you send it. I'll accept it. He sent yeah. it. And I'm mean. Man. Oh, Kyle, you're not going to believe this idiot. Accept. <laughs> He just gave me the pick he made at the 103. Like, what the hell is this guy thinking? He literally just trading away value, right? Like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it, it happens. It happens to the best of us. I'm sure I got, I'm sure we got some others. And I'm sure there's some war stories out there uh, that are always a lot of fun, man. And, and honestly, like you said earlier, there's, you should never take this too seriously. Like, you know, have some fun with this. You'd be able to laugh at yourself about those things. It's just like, hey, man, you know, you, you'll pick it up somewhere else. It all balance out. But, Michael Thomas for Corey Coleman. You probably had to make a few really good moves to make that one up. So I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. Real fun. <laughs> Definitely he sucks and he hasn't won anyway, but well, let's get out of here. There, there you go, man. Well, uh, I want to say a big thank you to Memphis for letting me step in here and hang out with Jerry tonight. This was a ton of fun. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Kyle month eight. That's Kyle August. So the man, eighth month is August. So cracked that code for you guys. So, at Kyle Month Eight, you can follow uh, my other podcast that is a member of the DWZ Football Network at FF Smackdown Pod, and check out the Fancy Football Smackdown with myself and Jake Rip every single Monday night on YouTube and Tuesday on the DWZ podcast feed. And of course, you got to give Jerry a follow at Jerry Sin DWZ. I thought about Jerry. I thought I meant to mention it at the top. I thought about changing my Twitter profile uh, like description to just. Just a smart ass that only replies gifts to Jerry Sinclair tweets. Because that's literally all I do on Twitter. So if you want to see someone bug the hell out of Jerry relentlessly with dumbass gifts, I'm your guy right here. So I hope you I hope you appreciate that every time you get that little notification that I'm I'm seeing your tweets. I usually deserve it for the most <laughs> part. And every time we get to see the lot the fat lions fans celebrating, that's always a good one too. That's I mean, 
to this day, that is still when you go onto Twitter and go to the gifts, it's my frequently most right at the top. Because yes, it's just it's just perfect. So, but no, so, it was good. It's 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 good to have you here. It's always good to talk to you. We have a hell of a time every time. You know, bless Randy's sweetheart. He finally took a damn vacation, even though he yeah. really didn't. He's been texting both of us and doing everything he's got to do to make sure that this bad boy doesn't get set on fire. <laughs> one day, one day he will relax. That time is just not any time in the next several decades. But good to yeah. have you. Good to talk. Always good to just sit here and just. Talk football with, you know, the Dynasty Warzone nation, the mm-hmm. degenerate bunch that you are. <laughs> Absolutely. And I and I was going to mention that Memphis was getting some R&R, but we know he's not. He's grinding away still. He's going to be back next week. So be sh- sure to tune back in next week. The Dynasty Warzone. Stay subscribed. You guys take it easy. Stay safe. We'll talk to you then.